If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Jill. I'm here with Colleen. We are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore, and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. It is going to be Lent here in just a few days. Colleen, how are you feeling about the beginning of Lent? This is always an exciting, this is like right now, this moment we're in the week before Lent begins. And so it's kind of the buildup. It's that anticipation feeling again of we're rolling into the most solemn season. So let's get ready to reflect. Let's get ready to, you know, think about, um, you know, all of those things that we're, Mm -hmm. it's, it's gratitude, it's reflection and it's, um, how do I improve myself on my, on my journey? So it's a reflective time. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And I got to say, I'm going to pull this together in a moment. I promise we'll get back to Lent. But um, one of the coolest things about working for Loyola Press is sometimes we get books in the mail, which is awesome. And what's even better is like (laughs) Loyola Press never tells us we have to talk about any of them on the podcast, (laughs) but sometimes they naturally pop up. And so uh, I want to tell you, I want to talk about the ball of red string. It's a guided meditation for children. It's a picture book. It's a short picture book. And it's by Sister Marlene Helpin. And I know you have a copy too. Colleen, you have your copy. And I um, just was reading it with my son. I was reading it with my son who is nine. And I was thinking about how great um, teachers and parents Um, all these opportunities we have with kids during Lent to really guide them through meditation. And this book is perfect for that because it's a picture book. They don't know they're going through a guided meditation, but that is what's happening um, in this particular picture book. Um, I want to give a shout out to teachers who do a great job prepping their children and probably parents for prepping their children when they're ready to do a meditation, because I totally didn't do that with my son. When I picked up the book, we just like cold, we did a cold read and it's almost like my warning, my warning, how to, of how not to try to do a guided meditation when you didn't do any prep work for the meditation. (laughs) Cause that's what I experienced when I had the book in my hands. So when I opened this, so we received these for Christmas. And so when I, when I opened it, I was standing in my kitchen and I just opened it up and I looked at the red ball of string. And I think I just opened it up and started reading and I didn't actually realize 
what it was that I was reading. And so I got a few pages in and I was like, wait a minute, I got to go back to the beginning. What did, what did I miss here? And it's a guided meditation. And it's, wait, time. wait, let me, let me stop you. Let me <laughs> yeah? stop you right there because we got about, we got about, this is the first thing I was going to say. We got to page 16 and Bradley's like, whoa, whoa, uh-huh. I have a lot of questions. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah. So, but that's the same thing. Like without prep work with just like trying to pick it up, you don't really understand that it's story, but also on top of reflection. So this is one of those where you, and you all as teachers have this, so you have a stack of books that you use for meditation and you like turn down the lights and you do the sign of the cross or whatever. Like you're, you're entering into prayer or into thinking mode. Everyone close your eyes, everyone, whatever you do to like quiet the room, you sit a certain way or you go to a certain part of the room and you prepare your mind for thinking for meditation through for prayer. And then, yeah, like he stopped me and was like, I have a lot of questions, Um, which was super interesting to me because that's what good readers do is they like you did Colleen, you stop and you're like, Whoa, like, I don't know what's going on. It makes you slow down. It makes you pause and go, Whoa, 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 Whoa. Okay. I need to be prepared for this. So I, then I had to re-prepare and then start it over. So yeah. But if I had read the first page, Right. Yeah. You can't like jump in the middle like, oh, no, cute story. It, says, it, make sense it says for for teachers, catechists, child care workers, parents, grandparents. So it's, you know, it, it's for all of these people to accompany children. But I didn't read that page. So I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It tells you what it yeah. is. I just didn't read that. Um, yeah. Anyway. What's what's great, though. OK, so you're you're following through this meditation of um of holding a ball of red string mm-hmm. and you're walking toward you're walking through the woods with your ball of red string toward what you know is um, your heart's home. And so you kind of imagine the home that you're headed toward. It's just somewhere in the forest. But what's cool then is so like my son was kind of bouncing off the walls and kind of listening, but kind of wiggling, mm-hmm. like whatever, just kind of reading and he's half paying attention. But then we get to page 16. I want to read a couple of these paragraphs okay. at you because he instantly stopped. Okay. So here's, here's when we know we're on to something good. So um, I'm going to read for just a moment. So hang with me. Run over to the house and explore it. Look at it up close. It is such a friendly house. Come around to the other side. Standing there waiting for you is Jesus. And that's when Bradley stopped. Like he he like looked up and like looked at me and you could just see him slow his body down. But it goes on there like... um like, I love this because it's such a, it's, it's such a good story for relationship with Jesus, that personal relationship, because it goes on for a little bit and says, Jesus asks you what you want to do. Do you want to explore the inside of the house or sit on the porch or go for a walk? You and Jesus decide what you want to do. You do it together. I love this paragraph. Jesus is not in a hurry. He has a lot of time and wants to pay attention to you. He wants to listen to you. Jesus asks what you want to talk about. Take your time. Tell him. Tell him what's in, tell him what's happening at home or in school. Tell Jesus what you think about it and how it makes you feel. With Jesus, you don't have to use words. If you think a lot but can't find the right words to say, invite Jesus to know your mind. He does, of course. You can know things together. So you have to pay attention to your tone of voice, too, because mm-hmm. that sounds kind of strange. Like if you're talking to a group of kids who have no personal encounter with mm-hmm. Jesus yet. Yep. 
Like that sounds a little, a little much, but if you, so it's definitely like practice it, but then you turn the page. This goes into my next favorite part is very visual. So you can all visualize a ball of red string, but on the next page and you turn to 18 and 19, you start to see like a, like a wad of tangled up red, red string, which totally like is what our minds look like sometimes. And then you see the red string in the shape of a heart which is also like when you are feeling peaceful, like that's how your ball of red string could feel. So very simple imagery, the forest, a house, ball of red string. So any kid, it's very, uh, everyone can enter into this. Um, but what I love about it is all the, all the cues at the beginning and at the end about how to do this with kids because Mm -hmm. the average mom like me, I didn't teach young children except for my own. And so having a little bit of guidance is super helpful in a book like this. So as we are preparing for Lent, if you're thinking about, you know, what are some new ideas that you can do during Lent? What can you do with your students? Some things that you can do throughout the, the course of the season. Um, Try some guided meditation if you haven't done that with your students. If you have done guided meditation with your students, try um, try this book. I I I would have used it. I would have used it in my classroom, and actually, I would have used it with kids. Of we've talked about this before too. Like this is probably written for younger kids, but I probably also would have read this with my junior high kids because they need to work on their Mm -hmm. encounter with Jesus too. They need to understand Jesus can know your mind. Jesus can know your heart. I think it's good for everybody. And as I was reading it too, as a personal meditation, it was good for me too. So, so so many times we're like, oh, well, that's good for, you know, it's good for the the little kids, but it, it could also work with the older kids. You can make it work with the older kids. Okay. Absolutely. Or with adults, I was even thinking, uh, we have mm. a retreat halfway through Lent mm-hmm. with my staff and I don't, I mean, probably an adaptation of this, but some sort of guided meditation because we all need to slow down and we all can grow in how we pray. And I think that just having, having some sort of meditation that's guided maybe with a pen and paper in hand or moments to pause and think and write and pray. I mean, we all need to do this more. So, uh, hopefully this lens, we can slow down and pray more, um, thoughtfully and more slowly and sit in silence and teach kids that that meditation time is important prayer time. Um, I also want to give a shout out to this book because you could be, uh, I know we have lots of Christian schools who follow us. And so this is perfect for the Catholic classroom, but it's also very, very good for the Christian classroom. Mm -hmm. Um, because it it overlaps um, our beliefs here. There's nothing in here that would be controversy. So really, really love this one. So again, it's called The Ball of Red String. It's by Sister Marlene Helpin. So thanks again, Lyola Press, for sending us a Christmas gift. <laughs> and, um, and the funny shout out that they never tell us to... That's right. They just books show up and sometimes we talk about them. So I love that. Um, fantastic. All right. So thanks for the energy boost. We love exploring your ideas and affirming your efforts. We hope you have a wonderful Lent. Keep the suggestions coming in and tune into our next episode as we talk about more great ideas from fellow teachers. We'll see you next time. 